Hey, it's Jamie, and we have started the Plan Your Escape Challenge. So it is not too late to join. You can go over to jamierenee.com forward slash escape. And here is day one. We're all good. Okay, so for those of you that don't know me, I am Jamie. I go by Jamie Renee on all of my social platforms and podcasts and all of that because, as you know, as you start to... Um, look at things that are available. Your name <laughs> happens to be the easiest, especially I have a weird spelling of my middle name. So that was available on everywhere. So I go by Jamie Renee. Um, but my name is Jamie Stevens. And I am so glad that you are here with me today. It means a lot that you guys have tuned in that you're here with me on this journey. So, um, so where was I, <laughs> whenever all this kind of started? Um, it was 2018 and I was in therapy at the time because I was so miserable at my job. I would pull in the parking lot at work and my stomach would just drop and I would be sick to my stomach and any good mood that I had really cultivated trying to, you know, on the commute into work, it would just be gone by the time I walked in the doors because it wasn't the actual job that I hated it was fine. You know, it was like, I enjoyed my team. I enjoyed the people that I worked with, but it was really just all of the other corporate bureaucracy, the red tape, the boys club bullshit. Like I just couldn't handle it. I was never really good at playing the game because I've always been outspoken. And, you know, if I see something that is not right, I am the one that will be like, Hey, like, what are we doing here? Um, which doesn't go over real well in corporate if you have an opinion that is outside of um, the norm. So really, I was really struggling in that environment, even though like I had spent a decade, you know, building this career and I had moved up to kind of mid-level management. But every single day, it was just a slog to go in. And I just found that I just wasn't happy. Like I had gone to work. I mean, I'd gone to school, gone to, you know, get a job, done all the things. And it was just like, is this all there is? Is this really what I'm going to do every single day is come in here and then just have this pit in my stomach because I know this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I said to my therapist, I was like, or she said to me, actually, I was telling her about all of this. And she was like, well, what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen if you were to quit? And of course, like it gave me like immediate, just like, oh, you know, because that's just kind of a scary thing to think about. But really, whenever you name that fear and put, put a name to what it is that you're feeling, there's a lot of power in that. Because what I realized in that moment was, I wanted another job. I was scared to get another job or not scared to get another job. Like I didn't want another job like I had. I didn't want to get myself into a similar situation where I'm showing up at work every day, doing all the things and just feeling like a shell of a person. So I knew that where I was, was not sustainable. And I didn't know what that next thing looked at looked like. So by really putting that out there and saying, okay, well, yeah, this is something I'm not happy here. I can do this. I can step away from this. I had a little t-shirt business going on with my sister. We were kind of 
breaking even at that point, not really making money. So I was like, well, if I put all of my focus on this thing, then, you know, if it doesn't succeed, I can go back to corporate. I can find another job in a different, you know, different place, no big deal. And so just by owning that and saying, like, I want to get out of here anyway, I have this thing that I'm going to try. If it doesn't work out, I have another plan. So all of that was just very freeing to me. And I was able to walk away from that job. And I was, it was in a logistics job and um, it was go, 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 go all of the time. So I had a team that reported to me. And so it was constantly asking, you know, fielding questions, taking care of customers, dealing with bosses, like dealing with other people's freight, all of the things. And so it was a very high stress environment. It was just that, that cog in a machine, you know, where you just feel like you can't, you can't get out of it. And you're kind of caught up in that identity and really just the, everything that comes along with that. So what I really expected whenever I walked away from that job was to feel better. I expected to feel relief and I expected to just be like, whew, like done. And what happened <laughs> was I woke up the next day, like in a puddle, like I just was empty and I felt purposeless and I just, I didn't know what to do with myself And that was really surprising to me because I am a mom. I've got four girls. I've got a husband. I've got two dogs. Like I've got a lot of things going on outside of work. And to really kind of have that feeling of being empty whenever I didn't have that job, it really surprised me because I didn't think that I had my identity tied up within that career that I was hating every single day. So what I wanted to do to get started was to really kind of focus on this business side of things and focus on getting that stuff like kind of squared away so I could start making some money. And what I realized was that I couldn't do any of that until I started to just not feel gross. So that is what kicked off this whole journey of personal growth, personal development, and all of it. And I just haven't stopped since. It's really just kind of redefined who I am and where, I mean, like, this is not anything that I would have been doing (laughs) uh, years ago. So here we are. Um, So I know that whenever you're in corporate and you can't wait to leave, that the first thing that your brain goes to is all of the how am I going to do this? How am I going to do X, Y, Z? How am I going to figure out this tech? How am I going to do Instagram? How am I going to do YouTube or like podcasts, like whatever it is, it goes to all of those technical things. And honestly, that is probably the easiest thing to learn out of what you're doing, because it's really like an 80, 20 rule to where 80% of the business is really your internal state and how you're willing to show up and the things that you're willing to do to move forward and to move your business forward and your ideas forward and really tap in and hear those ideas and come to a place to where you feel like you're living your life on purpose. The technical stuff is secondary to all of that because you can get the most beautiful website designed and you can have the most 
perfect product that's there and ready to go. And, but if you freeze every time you go to sell it or talk about it or tell somebody about it or tell anybody about the thing that you're doing and you can't, like, it doesn't matter what you're doing on the technical side because your body is not going to let you, like, you're going to fall into old patterns. You're going to like succumb to your nervous system and just say like, Oh, this is so uncomfortable. It's not something I'm willing to do. And so really what we're here to learn this week is kind of an overview of those things that are happening within our bodies biologically and just as a whole, so that we can really step into that next step of having a business idea and kind of moving it forward. So today we're talking about you're on autopilot. And that is just referring to the thoughts that you think every day, the way that they are just on repeat, they're on loop in your head. You wake up thinking the same things every morning. You go to sleep thinking the same things every morning, unless you're intentionally doing something to change those thoughts. And so it's really about the way that the brain works, our ego, all of those things. And then tomorrow we're going to talk about how there's another way, like the way learning the way that energy works and how that, I mean, that's not something that was even on my radar whenever I left corporate, but it's really kind of tuning in to the differences of masculine and feminine energy and business, the way that we are taught to show up in corporate and the way that it can be whenever we lean into our more feminine side of serving and receiving and really showing up and bringing value before we ever go to like make an offer or anything that kind of makes us as women tend to feel a little bit icky. And then, so on Wednesday, we're going to talk about how all of this stuff is totally normal. All the stuff that's coming up in your brain, all the mean girl, like all these things that once you start to pay attention and you start to bring that awareness to what you're doing every day, like what is happening in your brain and really just being able to find ways to kind of work with that. And because it's not going to change, like that voice is always going to be there. And so it's finding ways to make peace with that. And knowing like, okay, is this normal? When do I push through? Or am I just like beating a dead horse? Like kind of all of those things. And then on Thursday, we're going to talk about how you are creating your own reality, how energy works in the world, how attraction works, how um, like your reticulated activated system in your eyes, like it's, you know, whenever you buy a new car and then you see that new car everywhere where you previously hadn't seen it. So it's like using our brain and really kind of tuning into those things and creating the reality that we want out of this life. And then on Friday, it's really, we're going to talk about what that means to get set up for success and how community plays a part into this, but then also knowing that you have the answers within yourself and that the community is really there to support you. So it's not about one strategy or one guru or one mentor, the way that they do it. It's about kind of a conglomeration of all of those things and kind of taking that through your own system and how that works for you. So that's kind of what we're going to go through for the week. Okay. So our first point here is we're going to talk about how fear is. um, Oh, sure. Let's see. So what I did in the corporate world, I was a strategic account manager for a logistics company. So I worked, um, I handled all the Berkshire Hathaway accounts for our um, company that we, we did and handled all of their transportation needs. So oversaw like all 
LTL, intermodal truckloads, trains, all the all the bits and pieces. And so one of the things that I didn't mention as far as the introduction, um, I kind of left this part out, but uh, I ended up going back to corporate um, and it was probably I had about 10 months off. So that fear that I had named that what's the worst that could happen, I did end up going back. Um, and whenever I went back, I went into kind of a parallel industry. I went into like replenishment and inventory. So on, it's still supply chain, but a different end of the supply chain. And then um, took a severance last year, whenever we did a company, there was a company restructure. So I ended up in a totally different position um, than whenever I left the first time. And so I've seen it both ways. Like whenever I left in 2018, I was really running away from something. I mean, despite the t-shirt business, it was just like, that was kind of like, okay, yeah, like I'll, I'll do that. But I was really just trying to get away. Like I didn't care what I wanted to do. I just knew that I had to get out of there. And, and this time and um, last summer, whenever we had the restructure, it was really like I was running towards something. Like I had stuff that was going on on the side and it wasn't like, oh my God, I can't wait to get out of there. It was just like, this is a really perfect opportunity for me to go and have time to focus on this other stuff. And it wasn't as bad as the first job as my, as my corporate, the first corporate experience. So it wasn't like I was running away from that. And so I found that that is really the difference that it can make is running from something versus running towards something. So um, I have found that running away doesn't work because all of that drama, all of your problems, it comes with you. (laughs) So that is what I was doing in the corporate world. Um, so how fear is keeping you in a job that you hate. So we tend to, whenever we don't identify that, what's the worst that could happen, it kind of remains as this fuzzy thing in our head. Like it's like the boogeyman that you can't, you know, it's just this nebulous thing out there. Just, I'm not going to name it. It's just, oh my God, it's going to be the worst thing ever. I'm going to die if I leave this job when really like I said, there's so much power in naming what it is, the worst case scenario that could happen. And just asking yourself, like letting that be your kind of guidepost. Is this something that I can live with? Is this something that if this does not work, can I go do X? And if the answer is yes, you can live with it. Then you make plans accordingly. So it's not that you just let that fear run wild in your brain like whenever you name something, you you claim the power back. The uh, ego's job <laughs> is to keep you safe. So it's there to keep you safe, to keep you stuck, to keep you in the same routine, going through the same things, doing the same thing all the time. And whenever you start to break out of that, whenever you start to realize that pattern, there's a lot of power in there. And so you have to understand that it's not necessarily that those things aren't available to you. It's just that the overriding thing going on in your brain, your ego is its job is to keep you safe. In corporate, uh, I had a phrase called comfortably miserable because I would go to work and it, I was just miserable, but it's a misery that I knew. It was a misery that I had grown accustomed to 
And even though like I wasn't ready to leave until that became more uncomfortable than leaving. So like you kind of had to have that, um, that wake up, that, that call, that whatever it takes to really get beyond that comfort zone that you've kind of built in your brain. And so part of the reason it was not just my like getting sick and all of that, you know, whenever you're in a job that you don't like all of that, for me, it was anger. It was frustration. I was mad about the things that were going on in my work. I was mad about just kind of the way corporate works in general, how you walk into a building and there's like the company values on the wall or, you know, on posters around the office. And then you look at the leadership and you look at the things that are going on within your teams and you're like, it's nowhere in sight. And so you just kind of get that lack of integrity that starts to wear on you whenever you show up that way and kind of participate in that. And so I found myself really frustrated with everything that was happening. I wasn't able to affect change the way I wanted to within my team, within the company. I um, lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, uh, it was frustration and it showed up as anger. I was anger, angry that there were positions created like for people around me that, you know, where it was just like favors of the boss and things would happen. And, you know, I'm just like, ah, you know, all the things. And so you would go to work or you would go to lunch with your girlfriend and you would talk about the things that were wrong at work and how angry and upset you were. I would rehearse things in the shower about these conversations I'm going to have with my boss. And, you know, cause I've got these conversations playing in my mind, I would wake up thinking about, you know, all the stuff that was going on at work. And it just leaves you feeling just this heaviness that you have all of the time that you don't even know until you step away from it because the anger and the frustration, it's releasing addictive chemicals within your body. And so whenever you get angry at work, you're still kind of on this different level. Like everything is just kind of more irritating and more irritating. And you're really going you're carrying that with you wherever you go. So it's at the grocery store. It's at the, you know, you're snapping at your kids whenever you get home from work. Maybe you're test, like short with your husband because you um, are pissed off at your boss. You're having these conversations with yourself. It's all of these times where this mentality and this anger and frustration really just starts to infiltrate your days infiltrate your mind in all of these different scenarios. And so you're, you're there. And before you know it, like this is your go-to state. You're not like who you even were because your go-to state, the chemicals going on in your body, everything that's happening is making you this person that you don't even recognize that you don't feel because you're not connected to that person anymore and you're angry all the time and you're frustrated. And that was really like how I knew it was time to get out of work or get out of the corporate environment. And so, you know, I said I was getting sick in the parking lot. What was funny is I didn't even put two and two together for so long because as women, I think we tend to look at our own needs probably last on the scale of things. 
And so everything was always everybody else's priorities. And I was just running on autopilot so much. I was just go, 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 that it really took my body making the decision for me, for me to show up, for me to make a change. Because I was like, man, I felt fine when I left the house this morning, but I just feel kind of gross now. Well, after that happens every day for like weeks on end, you kind of put the puzzle together to where it's like, oh my God, like I am seriously getting sick from this job. And so, you know, you really have to be willing to, to learn the lessons. The universe will keep giving you the same lesson over and over until you figure it out. And sometimes whenever you're a woman, a high achieving woman that is on go, 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 like your body has to be the one to tell you because you're not slowing down enough to recognize that. And so whenever I did own those patterns and start to see the way that my anger, my frustration, my ambivalence towards everything was just really showing up in my life, I knew that it was time for a change. And maybe that's where you're at. Maybe that's something that you're, you're working towards. One of the things that I learned so much is, and this took a long term, a long time to learn, but it's really up to us to really reclaim our power. Whenever I left work, the reason that I woke up with all of those feelings still inside of me, the feeling gross, the mean girl on my head that started going haywire, it was the chemicals in my body. It was the way that I had become addicted to that program. And also, <laughs> I was the common denominator, the way that I am showing up, like my work wasn't even in the picture anymore. And I was still having that anger, this frustration, and which was why it was so surprising. And so it really took a lot of time of reflection and a lot of time of understanding that, okay, I have a role in this. And until you kind of do that, until you claim what your part is in the whole scheme of things, you're giving other people your power. So really what this whole thing has come down to is stepping off of the autopilot, stepping off of like, this is just something that's happening to me and really start to create that life where it's, I'm in charge. I get to, I get to be the one that makes these decisions And if all of these feelings are still showing up for me, like that's on me, that, that is for me to deal with because the things that are happening are just being reflected back to me because that's the way it works. So whenever you do that, it's very, it's very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable to have your role in that. It's very uncomfortable to take on all of the things that you didn't like about your job. It's uncomfortable to say, okay, well, if I'm feeling frustrated in work because I don't feel like this is fair, how am I not being fair 
in this situation? Or how am I not being fair in other areas of my life? Because that's what it's doing is providing that reflection. So whether I'm mad because of, uh, I don't feel like it's fair, or I'm mad because like, I think that somebody was rude to me. Like, how am I being rude? How am I a match for that? And that is, like I said, a hard place to get to a, a tough pill to swallow. But whenever you do, and you can really start to understand that life is a reflection and the things that you are upset about are being reflected back to you, that's whenever you can reclaim your power. You can use that reflection time. You can realize, okay, well, what is it in this moment that I need to learn? What is it that this lesson keeps showing up? I keep getting angry at this same thing. So where am I holding on to something that is a match for that in my life? And then it allows you to really have compassion for your ego because of course, that's how it works. Of course, that it's going to latch on to something. And whenever you come at it from a place of compassion and a place of really allowance of, okay, I'm a human and I make these mistakes and I can see this, what is the opportunity in this for me? And whenever you start to do that, that's whenever you step off the hamster wheel. That's whenever you start to really engage back in your life in an intentional way and not just let it be on repeat and you're feeling the same things over and over and over because you're allowing that space to really identify what is really going on and how you can change it. 